What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sensei NK, and you're listening to the Dojo Podcast. I'm not my co-host, but I'm with... The Sneaker Gospel. Ah, hey! Where'd you even get your name, Sneaker Gospel? That's kind of hard, not gonna hold you. Uh, you know, I'm a Christian, uh-huh. and I like mm-hmm. shoes, so mm. it's like, when you combine them together, it's, oh, it's uh, okay, like okay, the okay. Sneaker Gospel, so... Mm, very nice, that's, very nice. That's where it came How, from. How'd you even get into it? Because of, so, my from my own perspective, I feel like the Sneaker Game is one of those, like, industries where it's like... It's low barrier to entry, but it's hard to get to one of the more top-notch people so you can get all the, like, the, not even the unreleased stuff, like, the hard-to-find stuff. Yeah. Uh, one thing for me is that when I was in high school, I was, like, I always liked shoes, mm-hmm. but I never really had my own money to really buy because, and plus, I'm African. Ain't no African parents going to be spending that type of brand Tell, tell them like again. That. Tell them so again. So, I had a... Uh, when I entered uh, college, where I started making my own type of having my own money and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so I had a friend in high school that was doing it and stuff like that, and he he was like one of my boys. So I was like, I seen how he was doing it, and you know, I was always always interested in it. So I got into it and stuff like that. But the biggest thing I always say to people that are trying to get into it is, con- uh, you always want to make connections, network, network, network. Literally, that's mm. a lot to it because a lot of times people look at like StockX and go and be like, oh, I can just get it from there and stuff like that. But at times, if you make connections with someone, he could be able to like be able to backdoor you some stuff or, you know, stuff like that. You know? I wouldn't advise always backdoor because sometimes it is illegal. But why, why is that illegal? Okay, for example, right, let's say you work at like JD Sports. Okay. I'm friends with you. Okay. There's a certain shoe that's about to drop, and mm-hmm. I and I talk to you like, hey, yo, send me a couple pairs, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Technically, they're not supposed to do that. Oh, like when you like you put some some pairs like on the side, you're like, oh, yo, I'm gonna sell these on my own time, type of thing. Yeah, it's like you like you sell it, you know, to like one of your friends or like a reseller, stuff like that. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't say. Personally, I don't do it because, you know, <laughs> because me, I'm not really too much of a reseller myself. I mm. used to be, but now I'm much of a, like, a collector and stuff like that. But Why I'll don't say, you resell no more? I fell in love, man. I fell in love. I remember the shoes that made me stop reselling was the first Yeezy Foam Runners, the Air Rats, that okay. first came out. Okay. That was when, way back when, like, Yeezy Mafia, I don't know if you heard of Yeezy Mafia. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Yeezy Mafia was doing pre-orders, and I remember I pre-ordered me a pair, right? And then it was, like, one of the hardest shoes to get. Tell them time. again. <laughs> Yeezy Mafia managed to get me a pair, and I ended up, the whole thing, I ended up paying, like, less than $100. But at the time, they were reselling for, like, six to, like, it was reselling for a lot. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. the money was good. So I got my pair, and then I think I ended up selling it for, like, 600 or, like, 700 Oh, wow. Made made a lot of money off of that shoes. So you went and got it just to resell? You didn't even want it for real? And, bro, I got it, and then I was <laughs> like, bro, these shits are nice. Then I was like, I seen the money. I was like, this money is nice, too. So I, like, <laughs> I sold it, but then I went back and, re- and I thought about it after I spent all the money. I was like, damn. I wish I kept that shoe. At least I was still happy about that. Really? So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to become a collector. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still, like, help people get shoes. Like, I sometimes resell on the side, but it's mm-hmm. not my main passion right now. Mm. I'm just right now working on building my collection and stuff How like that. How did you even get into shoes, like, from to begin with? To be honest, uh, what I do is, at first, uh, a thing that I tell people also is, 
if it's too good to be true, a lot of the times it's fake. What like, you mean? Like, for example, right? Uh, you know how you get, like, certain uh, website that'll come up to you. It's like, oh, we're selling Yeezys on sale for, like, $100 and stuff. Like, like bro, that's bullshit. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is straight cap. So it's like, usually a good thing to look at is, like, look at the price that a lot of times people are trying to sell it to you for and make sure it makes sense. Because, you know, anybody, I mean, give me, don't get me wrong. There are people that's going to try to, you know, give you a good deal, but ain't nobody about to, like, you know, so Cut you, their own yeah, side. Yeah, so it's like you, you gotta, you really gotta be smart and do your research. And also, I used to watch a lot of like YouTube videos. Shout out to my boy Roscoe. Uh, no facts, yeah, yeah, yeah Roscoe. That's hard. That's hard. Yeah, uh, sneakers and dubs. I used to watch him a lot. Do a lot of live stream. Uh, Roscoe, uh, Jumperman, Chris, Unbreakable mm. Kicks, Self Fowler. I used to watch a lot of their pod, a lot of their stuff on YouTube and see how they did it and see how they started up. Then I just started implementing it to how I did it and stuff like that. Okay. And I actually, it, it was crazy because, you know, I kind of see myself grow because I remember when shoes used to drop, I used to be on like Roscoe watching like the live stream and stuff like that of him walking us through on how to do it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Then as I got more advanced to it, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still watch him there now and then to support, but now I'm able to like do it, do it on my own and kind of mm -hmm. branch out and stuff like that. And it was it was crazy to see, but I was just say it's like do a lot of research, watch the people that are doing it, see how they do it, and just build a build connections, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You know. One thing, even outside of the sneaker world, one thing that I learned in life is not always about what you know, but who you know. Oh, of course. Of so course. if you get to you know manage to get the right connections you'll be you'll be smooth no 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 that's that's fast that's fast one of my things that i've always like held to myself is i've never ever thought that i was the smartest person in any room i've ever walked in especially the older that i get with the more like advanced stuff that i start to do i realize there's people that actively specialize in the thing that you want to like just know you the thing that you want to dabble in there's people who like will spend their whole life trying to do that thing. So why would I go and just try and put my own two cents when there's people that's been grinding since the day they found out about that thing? As you as you continue um, curating your own like aesthetic with your shoes and brands and stuff like that, what are your go-tos? Like, do you feel like, are you still in the Jordan era? Are you still moving in with more like, because there's been like a surge in the Birkenstocks with the it's like the full cover and then like the back is a slipper. So what's your style now? Uh, first I'll say this: I'm black, so by <laughs> default I like Jordans. I, oh, I, God. I have to, <laughs> but I was more of like a Yeezy guy and stuff like that. Really? Know? The thing about me is wait, why Yeezy particularly? Because like I was about, the thing about me is like. I had a thing that I didn't. I don't like wearing stuff that I see a lot of people wearing. Like I know that might seem weird because you know Yeezys, you know a lot of people wear it mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But even as that, like for example, uh, Roshi runs. Okay. I hated Roshi runs because <laughs> everyone had Roshi runs. I don't have a pair of of uh, Air Force. I mean, I have Air Forces, but I don't have a white pair of Air Force in my collection. You don't got no white white G pesos because everyone has it. It's like no don't get me wrong. I will get it. I will get it, but it's not on my like like right now on my list to get right now because like bro everyone has it like you, you know what i do i understand what you mean because like for me when i was first growing up the what i wanted to do when i was curating like shoes i wanted to get a pair of tims a pair of air force ones and a pair of retro ones and after i got those i'm set and a pair of basketball shoes and we're chilling 
because I feel like when you have those staples, you could do anything when you have those main shoes. But continue. But uh, yeah, for me, it's like I try to like kind of like dress different and be different. Like mm. even with my personality, I I try to have a personality that someone will look at you and be like. Alex is just Alex. Like he, you can't compare me to another person. I try to be like a standout. I know, oh, okay. I don't want to sound like someone that's you know trying to be like you know, Mister you know this and that. Unique. But it's just, <laughs> you know, yeah, but it's just like I don't know. Just like I hate stepping out in something that everyone has and stuff. Even for example, some of the Yeezys I have are Yeezys that people like didn't even fuck with like that. To be honest, like mm-hmm. I got some three uh, eighties that a lot of people don't even like that you know when i when i started wearing them people were like oh they look kind of nice in person like i know and so <laughs> i was like you know do you feel like people don't even like what they like it's more of like what everyone is telling them in the grand scheme of things i feel like a thing i feel like influence has a big thing on it and another thing also that i feel like a lot of people misjudge is that the look at a shoes on picture okay and automatically make judgment about it than mm, actually putting it on your feet like okay. don't get me wrong there are a lot of shoes like the form runners they look ugly when they're not on your feet. But if you can style it correctly, that stuff can really look good. So it's all about to be able to really see it in person and be able to style around it. So mm. with Yeezy, they like the way that their shoes are is like it's it's kind of like for people that like to, you know, dress loud and, you know, be like, you know, make statement with their type of dress. And don't get me wrong, there are some Jordans that you can do that stuff with. But Jordans are more like a casual, like, you know, I mean, you there are certain Jordans you can, you know, dra- like pop out with. But I feel like Yeezys and stuff like that, it gives you more room to be more creative and stuff like that. With mm. all of the crazy design and stuff like that. And you can kind of see how like Yeezy even like, like revolutionized the sneaker game itself. Cause, no, that's fair. Because now you look at Crocs over here, Crocs making like, uh... Over here collabing with the guy that actually I don't know if you heard of Salehi Bembry. Who's that? He's a uh, uh, he collabed with Crocs and he's making like these Crocs. I think like the Claw Prolax. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. He actually used to be. I think he used to work with Kanye mm. and stuff like that. And you see now because of you know how Kanye has you know with the whole phone runners and stuff like that. You got uh, shoes like Crocs that even trying to jump on a similar wave like See, that. See, my, my whole thing is, I realized that, like, um, the Yeezys were so influential. When I'm, like, I'm swiping on Instagram. You know how you get, like, uh, ads for clothes and stuff like that, right? The amount of Yeezy-inspired content yeah. that, I've, that I've seen with my own eyes, I'm like, wow. So all of these are all derivative from this one idea. That's where all of you guys are branching off of. So... To get to the point where people are like, oh, yeah, no, it's not that influential. That's crazy. Yeah. Because of, like, I feel like with every type of runner that comes out or any type of, like, a slipper type of thing that they're trying to make shoes, it all derives from the Yeezy foam runners. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No. Yeah, so, like I said, just it's, it's very, like, influential and stuff like that. But what's your main question? You said, you asked me, am I more of a Jordan guy or like Birkenstocks? And stuff? I mean, like, what is your aesthetic? What is your style of shoe that you go for? Or are you just wearing so much clothes that it's like, I enjoy everything? To be honest, I was, I, I, I'll say the second part is like, more like me. I don't really have, I'm not really against anything, to be honest. Like okay. I said, as long as it's not too like, 
mainstream and everyone has it and stuff like that. Like, for example, Panda Dunks. I have a pair, but, you know, they're not like, they're not like, you know, how they used to be back in the days. Like, everyone has They're them. Air Force Ones it's at this like, point. Damn, man, Air Force <laughs> yeah. Ones. Like, I try my best not to really pop out in my pandas like that as much because, like, it's not like that. It's not, you know, you don't stand out with it. But mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. me. But was, do you still get more compliments in those than other shoes? I mean, people will see my shoes about, oh, I like those because, you know, they more like people will actually know what they are and stuff like it's how do I say like at times the shoes that are popular to people, you get more compliments on it. Mm, okay. But I'll say it also works the other way. Shoes that a lot of people don't see, they're like they're very intrigued and they'll like ask you questions like, oh, what are those and stuff like that. Mm. And at times that's even when. I can use the opportunity to tell them like what I do and stuff like that because they'll okay, see the yeah. on my feet and be like, oh, what is this? And so like, like, oh yeah, these are blah, blah, blah. Then I tell them what I do. It's like, oh, blah, oh, I can see it and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, the way I kind of look at it as it too is like to be like for me, how I consider it like a sneakerhead, I feel like the way you dress is like your resume. And stuff really? Like that. Speak on it. Because it's like, I want to be the type of person that you look at how I dress and be like, mm, this dude is into fashion. He's into shoes. Like, you know, like make you, you know, want to come and talk to me and stuff like that without even having me even tell you that in the first place. Cause you mm-hmm. know, like to say first impressions is the best impression, you know, you of can course. never redo a first impression. Mm, so, speak on that. Speak on that. Yeah. So I try my best. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like this is how I dress too, mm-hmm. but it's like, I try to like dress in a way that, you know, carries an image about myself that who I like, you know, who I am and stuff like that. You know, like how certain rappers, they dress certain ways mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like, you know, it's all about dressing to what you're trying to do. You know, if you work in the business world, you have to wear this and that, mm-hmm. if, you know, if you're into, into the sneaker world, there's certain stuff that I feel like you have, I mean, not have to wear, but you know, there's certain aesthetics and stuff like oh, okay, that. Okay. Of course, you know? of course, of course. See, one thing that I've ne- learned about aesthetics, you could change the way people perceive you just by the way that you're like, the way you dress for mm-hmm. them, right? It gets to the point where I feel like you will attract to different people based on the way that you were like putting yourself together. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if I was able to have my beard grow, <laughs> oh, you know what? That's a whole other conversation. Bro, you're not alone. You're not alone, bro. I've literally haven't cut my hair in months because I just tell, I, I, tell I like, them, but tell I'm them. I'm trying to see the sideburns grow. I'm like, come on, bro. Just it's keep just, on growing. Just I'm out here taking Bibles. You know what? That's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. But like, for example, if I had like a full beard and like a whole different outfit on, you'd be like, oh yeah, no, I believe he's from da 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 If you're constantly getting haircuts, it's like, oh yeah, no, I think yada, yada, yada of that person. Just based off the way that they're able to put themselves mm-hmm. together. And I feel like people need to learn how to take that advantage mm-hmm. to attract who they want yeah. to come to them. But yes, no. But yeah, I definitely agree. Like, appearances, appearance says a lot about you, you know, stuff like that. Like, even, like, you know, one thing I also do is, like, for example, right, some people ask me, like, how do I, how can I tell someone's wearing fake shoes? Don't get me wrong. I'm not the best legit checker. I have an app for that that I use sometimes. But, like, really? Okay. For example, let's say someone's wearing, like, 700 Balenciagas, right? And then I see the shoes, right? Then I see their outfit that they're wearing, is, and it, you know, I kind of like, it's kind of like bung. I was like, I don't think that's real. Like, you, you feel me? Like, them tight pants don't work with those. Yeah, or no. it's like you'll see somebody like be wearing some extremely expensive or extremely expensive shoes, 
and then you see their outfit and be like, it's like, I don't know, man, because it's like, first of all, the outfit, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, talk about anybody, but it's like, you know, they be kind of dressing bummy a little bit. Then I was like, okay, you dress like this, but you have this type of money spent on this shoes. It's like, doesn't add, it's like, for example, it's like me wearing some Dior's. Mm -hmm. Then I show up here in like some uh, white beaters that got stains on it. Then I got like some type of busted basket, some old basketball shorts. You probably wouldn't think those 7,000 Dior's are real. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So it's like, I feel like just off of the way that they dress can tell you a lot about if what they're wearing is real or not. Have you ever been called out for having fake shoes? To be honest, uh, no. Mm -hmm. I have mistakenly bought fake pair of shoes mm -hmm. from someone. I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to tell them. I, need <laughs> bus. I don't think they knew, so I'll go let them go. But for me, I try my best to necessarily not, like, a lot of the shoes I get are either from, like, the app itself mm -hmm. or, like, from people I trust and stuff like that. Shout, you know, shout out to my, uh, I have some couple plugs in uh, the DMV. Shout out to DMV Hype, uh, VA Drip Gods. They be getting me right. Uh, my boy that I be doing the sneaker business with, his, uh, his account is DMV Hype. Like, it's crazy seeing the amount of, you know, success mm, that dude has tell had them. with shoes. Like, this dude, I think it's like not even like 21 yet. He has two cars, two Mustangs, and he also owns a property and stuff like that. Mm, like, that dude. Bag movers. We love it. That's a serious man. It'd be we love crazy. It. Like, me and him, like, We'll sometimes spend our whole weekend just in like DC around the Georgetown area and stuff like that, like just getting shoes. Uh, I don't know the the recent Jordan Eleven, the cherries that dropped, okay, yeah, yeah. Me and him secured almost like fifty pairs and stuff. It was Damn. crazy. It got to a point that like the backs, like we had no room in the back seat because it was like so packed. Like, question: Do you feel okay? Do you? feel like resellers are ruining the game of sneakers that's an interesting question that mm -hmm. I, that's a, okay to be honest though the way i see it as is like i feel like yes and no like i know how it feels for someone to want a pair of shoes mm -hmm. and be hard to get and then you gotta break have a had to pay arm or leg for it mm -hmm. for it but then again i understand kind of where the resellers are coming from because like if you really think of it right Let's say you don't even have resellers and stuff like that. You know, there are some people that want the shoes, mm -hmm. but don't do anything to get the shoes. You feel me? What you mean? Like, for example, like someone will be like, oh, I want Jordans, but have no idea that Full Locker sells Jordans or like Champ sells Jordans. They're like, mm -hmm. they don't even know like the first step of how to get the Jordan. So it's like, if you don't know how to get in the first place, how can you really blame the people that, you know, try to make a living off of it? I mean, mm. like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I'm 100% for reseller stuff like that. I feel like there's an even middle. Mm -hmm. I feel like some people, they don't put in the work at all, mm -hmm. but be complaining. Mm. It's like, even if these shoes sat on the shelf, you still wouldn't know where to get them. So it's <laughs> like, well, I complain. No, but I feel that. I feel that. At the same time, too, though, I kind of see some resellers do be taxing like crazy. Mm. But, like, at the end of the day, you know, we live in a capitalist society, you know. No, that's fair. That's fair. People got to make their way to eat and stuff like that. See, my my whole thing is uh, uh, before oh, continue, continue. Catch, But I would say this: I feel like resellers help the sneaker companies a lot because oh, if you really bro, think about what? it, if you really think about it, like you know how many shoes that would be sitting on shelves if it wasn't for resellers coming in and buying all of them and mm -hmm. stuff like that. 
at the end of the day, companies like Nike, Adidas, and stuff like that, they're still eating, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though Nike tries to act like they really care about <laughs> but, like, if Nike really wanted to do something about it... They're part of the problem. The lower the price, then. Like, lower the price. But it, There's a lot of things they can do that I feel like they don't do as well, but... I feel like, to be honest, like these sneaker companies, they make money off of like resellers and stuff like that. Cause, oh like, yeah, yeah, no, they make it popular. Um, fuck, kind of like um, I try to think of like sneaker selling, kind of like the NBA, mm-hmm. where it's like Nike makes so much money off of basketball, but they are not in the game of basketball really. So, the more that I think about resellers, I feel like they are forcing me to buy fakes or like replicas. Damn dear, bro. Damn dear. I remember, uh, bro, I remember I wanted some Oreo 5s, bro. Oreo 5s. This dude looked me in the eye and said, I want 300 for him. Keep in mind, this is when they first dropped. Like 2014, 2013. So it's not when they like remade them and did all, the, all that stuff, right? So I'm thinking to myself, it's like, wow. Me, a 14-year-old, where am I going to get $300 from? <laughs> where that, am I going to get 300 that, from? So it's like, it's coming to the point where it's like, I feel like I will get more by buying the fake and lowering your price. And I'll get more by buying the fake than me going and actually spending with you. Because it's like, what, you're going to call me off for wearing fake shoes? I mean, cool, I guess. <laughs> but I feel like the average person doesn't know what it looks like to have a fake pair of shoes on. So, yeah. I'll say this. I'll say this. Personally, me, I'm not into uh, fakes, replicas, and stuff because, you know, I'm into shoes. Mm-hmm. But I'm not the type of person that will knock someone down for, like, you know, buying fake or replicas. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, man, it's your money, you know, <laughs> spend it how you want to, you know. I mean, like, personally, me, I can't do it, but, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, like, like, for example, I know some of my boys, you know, they be buying replicas and stuff. I don't, I wouldn't, like, tease them or, like, call them out about it or, like, mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. fun of them. Because, you know, I understand that, you know, a lot of these shoes at times be, like, very expensive to get. So, it's like, hey, and, man. And then it comes, the question comes out with, should there be barriers to entry when it comes to different fashion? As in, like, like, how fashion is just, like, so expensive, especially when you get past, like, the Nike Jordan and stuff like that into, like, the more, like, really expensive, the more underground stuff that a lot of people just don't even know exist. Like, when you go down the the iceberg of, like, real fashion. So, I kind of went down this rabbit hole when I was uh, watching Frugal Aesthetic. Do you watch them? No, I don't think I... Basically, just one dude from New York. He talks about like fashion stuff like that, and I started going down the rabbit hole. I started finding Como de Garcons, things oh, like that. Como de <laughs> Vivian Westwood, uh, things like that, and I'm like, wow, things. And these two are the more like on the cheaper side. I'm like, huh. And there's so much more to fashion that a lot of people don't even recognize. So I feel like once you start going down that path, you start getting engulfed in this whole new world that you never knew existed. So, yeah. it's, it's crazy, but the question was... What well, oh, the, the question I was, I, was pre- I was preferencing is, should we have barriers to entry when it comes to fashion? As in, like, price or, like, this? Yeah, price, um, when they don't even sell that many to begin with to, to raise the price of it by lowering the demand, by lowering the supply of it. Like, I, forcefully lowering the supply. I'll say this, I'll say this, right? Mm. Uh... Not to knock down any local business and stuff like that. You, mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. you gotta support your local business. Oh God, oh God. Black owned support, but uh, one th- it was crazy. Um, it was like 
I don't know, it was like last year when I was in Minnesota, mm-hmm. but I had a homegirl that works in like a mama, a mom and pop store, even though it was like more like a family store and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Black owned, potato, potato, potato. You know, it was in MOA. So I went there, I checked them out. And I was like, you know, I was looking at their stuff. And then I seen the price of some of their things and I was like, hmm. It's like, I paid this amount of money for a brand that, you know, I don't really know too well or know the quality of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I could go buy like a Nike or like a Timberland that sells like probably better or the same quality for around the same price you feel like the thing i'll say with this is like don't get me wrong you know if you want to overcharge your stuff i may not overcharge you know if you want i'll say this right you know people look at companies or like people make the statement is like people are more willing to spend a thousand dollars at gucci and stuff like that but will be crying to spend like a hundred dollars at my business that just started up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And one thing you got to also look at it as is companies like Gucci and Louis Vuitton, they've been in the game for a very long time. Like, Facts. you know, it's they got to a point that you were paying for their name. Of think course. about it. You think if Gucci and Louis Vuitton just started and they were selling their shit for like $1,000, people would buy it? Hell no. <laughs> because people are going to ask the question like, who, like, who is this company? Like, mm-hmm. who are they? Stuff like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, even for example, with like, I'm a huge Apple guy, but mm-hmm. you know, at times Apple at times don't make. E- I mean, like they're getting there, they're getting there. I think their new Macs are really good, mm-hmm. but it was like at times it it became a time that like Apple people were just paying for their name and stuff mm-hmm. like that. No facts, facts. So it's like for new businesses, you kind of got to understand that like at times your price could be kind of conflicting because you also got to think there's other big competitors mm-hmm. there, and people look at. The price, I'm like, wait a minute, I can get this and know what I'm getting, you know. Oh, okay. I know the quality is the like history that. of it is you a know? lot, is a big part of it, yeah. So it's like, I mean, at the end of the day, I still bought something just to support and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it's like, I, I was looking at the price, I'm like, I don't know, man. I was like, I don't think I'll come back again, bro. bro. Fuck you, niggas, bro. I don't know, I, y'all. I, like, <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to see like a hater, but it's like, bro. I don't know too much about this brand, you know. I don't know what kind of quality it is, you know. No, nah, you know, stuff like that. So it's like in my head, I was like, "Lit, I kid you not." I seen the price, and I started thinking of all the other brands I could buy for that exact same for that exact, because, like, bro, you were, were com- they like high fashion, quote unquote? To be honest, it was like I think to be. Uh, it's, I, like, what was the aesthetic that they were like trying to go for? Because of like, if it was trying to be like a high fashion like, thing, uh, I want to say t- it was. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say high fashion because like it wasn't like off the wall type stuff. It was like you know like regular you know they had some like joggers. It was like everyday type stuff. It was like, sweats, okay. Yeah, sweats, uh, shirts, sports, you know, sports at leisure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They even had like a six hundred dollar bag, you know, little book bag stuff. I ain't gonna talk too much about that one, but it's like. It was like you know who are these people? Shout them out! Shout them <laughs> out! I might as I might need to buy a pair. I might I might need to support a black I'm, business. I'm not, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna do that. You know, I but feel, I'll I feel. say this. I'll say this. A good brand that I say y'all should check out is y'all should check out my boys, Ambitious Ego stuff like that. Ambitious Ego. You know, so crazy. Uh, the guy that started it is mm-hmm. actually my roommate. It's, I mean, he's my boy and stuff like that. But one thing I say about his brand mm-hmm. that I like really. Fu- are we allowed to curse on here? Yeah, um, I, was, I was crazy. Nigga, I was bitch, like, whores, yeah. sluts. Yeah, enjoy <laughs> a yourself. A lot of the things that I fuck with about his brand is that he makes good quality stuff for a reasonable price. Like, I wish I brought the pullover with me, mm. but, bro, he, he made this pullover. It's like, this shit is raw as hell. And it's like, 
if you see the price, it's like very reasonable. It's like fifty bucks. When when you got other companies like uh, Essential selling like similar pullovers for like hundreds and stuff like that, but you know, like he understands how to price his stuff. Like mm -hmm. he understands that he's new into this stuff. Like don't get don't get me wrong. It's gonna come a point that he's gonna you know. You look in the eye. I need a hundred. Yeah, it's like it's gonna <laughs> come a point it. that you know his pullovers might start to go up, but you know it comes with maturity and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. but he's understand that you know since he's they're relatively new into this stuff, you know that you have to be able to price at a reasonable price that you know you can get it to people. And, mm -hmm. You know, because if you start off a business, right, your main goal, I feel like the main goal is so supposed to be is like getting it out there you know mm -hmm. don't get me wrong like prices everything but if you really think about it to make clothes and stuff is very cheap so let's say this shirt is right probably for them to make is like what i would say five dollars stuff like that let's say that I could, depending on where they yeah, where they make it yeah i could probably sell this for like 40 50 40 50 yeah. not oh. that bad get it out to a lot of people get my name out there start that recognition mm -hmm. as soon as i get that recognition i can start up charging and stuff like that mm -hmm. because you know Everyone knows me. Yeah, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I feel like a lot of times people look too much in the money aspect than understanding that to be successful in the fashion world is all about popularity. Man, and tell like, them, tell them. There's a lot of brands that I feel like just be releasing BS and just be upcharging because, you know, they can't do it. Mm -hmm. And they know someone will buy it. Yeah. That like have better quality, but don't get as much you know visibility because you know they don't got that type of popularity and stuff like that you know mm -hmm. so all about understanding to get your name out there and just you know at the end of the day don't get me wrong quality is good but mm -hmm. if we're really gonna be honest i feel like a lot of it is just popularity no facts, facts. but my, my whole thing is i feel like clothes are clothes as clothes are clothes like there's only as good as you can make this mm -hmm. shirt because like well you can make it heavyweight I guess you could change the stitch count, I guess. But at some point, they're all like the same product. It just depends on how your connection to that brand is. But for example, like uh, for essentials, honestly, I really want an essential sweatsuit. I really want it. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? I was actually debating about wearing my essential sweatsuit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like, it, it's kind of pricey, you mm -hmm. know, but the quality. It's, I'll say it's not that bad. I, no, I it's like, cool. I it's, feel like it's a good quality for the price it's charging. You know? My whole thing is I feel like if you made a bad product, you knew what you were doing. That's all That's all I can say about, about that thing. But then again, I just might like um, the trendiness of the oh, essentials. Yeah. That might be the whole reason why I like it. Um, speaking of trendiness, do you feel like social media is making clothes just so trendy that it's ruining fashion cycles? I'll say, you know, that's the whole thing with fast fashion and stuff like mm -hmm. that. That's when you get into stuff like Sheen mm -hmm. and... Boohoo uh, Man, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, what's that? Fashion Nova, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Tell them. Um, I feel like social media at times, you know, I feel like... The thing with social media is I feel like we can do a lot of good with it. Mm -hmm. But at times, I feel like we use it for the wrong thing. Okay. Stuff like that, like... I feel like instead of us, you know, using it to spread love and stuff like that, we're so quick to be sensitive online and like quick to cancel. You know, like I'm not gonna get too much into that, but mm -hmm. like back to the whole fashion stuff, I feel like at times it helps people that don't know how to dress or like not okay. dress, but it's like 
to be honest, it's like what may look good on you may not look good on me. It's like people gotta Fair. understand that we Body all types. can't wear the same yeah, stuff. So yeah, it's yeah. all about knowing your aesthetics, what look good on you and stuff like that. And I mm. feel like a lot of the times people don't know that. So they end up just going and just saying, oh, this looks good on this model. But not knowing that that model got a different body than you. So, like, for example, Fashion Nova, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I would just say this. Fashion Nova, they know what they're doing. They what do you know mean? what they're doing, <laughs> bro. Uh, bro, these models, they be having, like, bro, ain't no, no ain't, they know why they got these models. Bro. No, facts. Because they know that girls will look at these models and this shit will look good on these models. But forget that. You don't have this. this the body of, yeah, the body of the model. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, call, you know, be like fat shame or nothing like, but you got to understand your body, you know, like not everyone is going to fit the clothes the same way. You got to look at it and be like, all right, this can work on me, you know, stuff like that. For mm-hmm. me, when I, when I go shopping and stuff like that, I try my best to not look at the clothes on the model. I try mm-hmm. to see it itself and, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of like picture it on me and say, okay, how would I look with this? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, we know mm-hmm. because I feel like at times people look at it on a model and forget that you know the way it fits her, it may not fit you like that. Yeah, you don't have the like, shoulders, you, know, you, don't, you don't got the, that, the waist, so you, things like that. Yeah, you got to really understand your aesthetics, how stuff fits on you, how stuff looks on you, and just mm-hmm. you know, once you can really understand that, fashion is going to become super easy for you. It's going to come just like that. And, no, you know, for me, I can go in a store and I can like pick out something quick like you know for example this shirt i forgot where i got this shirt from but i know it's like i was at somewhere and i seen it i was like you know what i fuck with it let me get it or stuff like that like there's so many shirts that i've got from random places that people be like where did you get it from like oh i think i got it from tj maxx or like you know or burlington or like don't get me wrong not everything i buy is i it's from like supreme stuff like that at the end of the day i like what i like you Mm -hmm. know and stuff like that you know don't get me wrong, I do have like the Supremes, the Fear of Gods, the Antisocial, all of that. But, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes I like to keep a casual feel. Like this whole entire fit is like not like I think this shirt and the pants is like probably like less than $100 and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, it's like, you know, at times you can dress cheap and actually pop out instead of, you know, trying so hard. Because I feel like some people, they'll get like a Supreme hoodie. I think just because they weren't a Supreme hoodie, that outfit is, you know, going to be given and stuff like that. But it's mm-hmm. like, you got to understand that, you know, it is a Supreme hoodie, but you still need to know how to dress. You mm-hmm. feel oh, me? of course, of course. It's almost like on video games, you know, like, I don't know if you play FIFA, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like you're playing online, right? And someone used PSG, but they still don't know how to play the game. Oh, so okay. Like, you can have the team that's good, but you don't know how to play, you're going to suck still. No, so that's like fair. you can have all of these names, but if you don't know how to put it together, you're still not going to, you know, get the type of look that you're looking for and stuff like that. Mm. See, my, my whole thing when it comes to fast fashion, um, I feel like social media does the same problem as like AI chat G, right? Uh, chat GBT, right? Mm-hmm. Where chat GBT gives everyone the opportunity to sound like an intellectual or like an ultra like smart person, right? And when it comes to fast fashion with uh, Instagram reels or TikTok or stuff like that, you get a chance to open your eyes to this whole new world that you don't understand how to like use it, mm-hmm. especially how to use it correctly. Because mm-hmm. it gets to the point where people are just like wearing things because they saw it online once, but they don't realize that that's really not what they enjoy wearing. Exactly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But back to what I was saying, you mm-hmm. know how I was talking about the pullovers? 
here's what it looks like. Oh. I actually got this one. I have this one with me. Then it got in different colors. This is my boy's brand of Bitches Egos. But you see, like I said, like. I'm seeing black people. Yeah. Oh, black, that's a hard tee. I'm telling you, they actually make some good quality stuff and stuff like that. So, and you know, like, like I said, their price mm-hmm. is like very affordable. It's like, hold on, let me see if I can. Let me go to their link right here. I gotta support your, gotta support your boys eat. But here, here's their stuff. Oh shit! No, it's, that's your heart. Yeah, no, that's your heart. It is. It's very. And <laughs> I always mention this because you know it's very, it's a, it's a huge clickbait and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But the one of the owners is actually related to Chris Brown and stuff like that. I, I he hates what I say, but <laughs> <laughs> but I just like why is she related to clickbait? Chris? Uh, first, you know that Chris Brown's actually from Virginia. Okay. And he's from Tappahannock. Are you from DMV? No, I'm, uh, me, I'm, you know what's so crazy? <laughs> he just texted me, right? <laughs> this is the guy that I said that's related to Chris mm. Brown. He just texted me right now. So, beyond the fashion, what are things that you enjoy? Ah, uh, one thing, one thing, one of my life goals, or not life goals, but one thing I live by is to be successful and rich. You need to have multiple streams of income and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't get me wrong. I love fashion. I love shoes. But there's a whole other side to me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm into politics. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I mean into politics, like, I know more than, like, the majority like the majority of people may not, know. Not to, not to cut you off, bro, but after this summer, I realized that nobody understands politics. Everyone I mean, that like, I talk to, <laughs> everyone's a fucking idiot. And it hurts my soul so much. But continue. So I'll say, like, for me, it's like, I'm not the type of person that, like, goes deep into it. Like, for mm-hmm. example, people always ask me, am I Republican or Democrat? To be honest, I'm neither. Because I feel I'm like pro-black. People, <laughs> it's not like, it's like, to me, I feel like sometimes people use their party affiliation mm-hmm. to cloud their judgments. Mm-hmm. Stuff like, that. Mm-hmm. like, there'll be some stuff that I feel like, bro, put our parties aside. Let's make this for the better of our country. Like, mm-hmm. let's do that. Because if you really think about it, the founding fathers, their initial plan was for there not to be kind of like parties because people are going to get too affiliated and just not understand that, you know, these parties are supposed to be working together for the better of this country and so and so. Mm-hmm. So it's like for me, I try to like look at what's best for us mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, if I'm a Democrat, oh, what's best for the Democrats or the Republicans? When in actuality, we're all supposed to be working together mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But that's for another day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, recently this summer I got a chance to work in D.C., stuff like that. It was very, it was, it was amazing and stuff mm. like that. You know, I learned a lot, got to, you know, like, and also it helps that, you know, I have family members that are there too, so. <laughs> but I'm into that. Uh, I'm also into, I, I'm also in, a little bit into video editing, stuff like that. Mm. That's some of the main reason why I even bought a Mac in the first place. Oh, wow. Because of that. <laughs> I have, to be honest, I was, I remember when I used to be in my bag with that video editing, I used to have, I have Final Cut, Premiere, After Effects. Mm-hmm. I even try to dabble in Photoshop. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, we ain't gonna talk about that too much. But, <laughs> but uh, have interest in that. Uh, also have interest in music. I know mm-hmm. you know my boy Jalen. Mm-hmm, Shout mm-hmm. out to It's Apollo. I'm gonna say this. He is the best producer in Minnesota. I'm gonna just say that. Oh uh, wow! I'm gonna, I'm gonna a, say that for him. That's you know, a, it's a, a great yeah, test. A crazy take. You know, we'll we'll so, see. We'll see. We'll see. Also, shout out to Mako. I think he's the best artist in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that too, you know. I, I know Mac is your boy. Like, no, facts. Yeah, yeah, not, no, facts. I kid you not. Like, I really see Mac blowing up. Like, 
you can ask all my all my niggas back in like the DMV area stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like I be like, I I be trying to do my best to really put them on because I be like, bro, this dude music. It's not like you know how some people be like, oh, I make music, then you hear the quality. It's like it's ass, but you know <laughs> you don't want to be me. So like you know it's, it's alright, but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Michael shit like. That shit's good as hell. Like, I remember no, one time I was in an Uber, right? I was in Virginia on my way back to Minnesota. I forgot why I was there in the first place. I'm always there a lot. But I was on my way back in the Uber. And then I managed to put the Uber driver onto Mackle's last, uh, the right back. And mm-hmm. he was fucking with it. He was like, bro, who is this? I'm like, this is one of my boys back back home. He's like, bro, he makes some really good music. It's like, a lot of the people that I play his music for, all of them had like good things to say about it. So it's like, it's like actual music I can listen to. It's not like, it's not like music that my, all my boy make after support. You know, yeah, it's no, like, no, you don't feel like it's forced. Yeah, no, I get you, like, I get for you. For example, my boy Jalen, I mean, it's Apollo and stuff like that. You know, he he actually produced good music that mm-hmm. I can go back and really like fuck with and stuff like that. So mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm also mm-hmm. big into music and stuff like that. I try my best to like, mm-hmm, when I'm here to like, kind of like, support local artists and mm-hmm, stuff like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. so you know I, you know so music. do you still wrestle